What's up, Bucks fans? Welcome back to another edition of Pirate Parlay here on the Sick Podcast Network. I'm your host, JC. And we'll be talking to a special guest today, uh, recapping the Bucks' heartbreaking 27 to 20 loss against the Colts, the upcoming game against the Panthers, everything in between, and how the season's been progressing. Stay tuned to find out who it is. We'll be right back. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Pirate Parlay. Battle intercepted. Picked off in the end zone. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world. The sickest Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. It's going to be sick. Welcome back to the Pirate Parlay podcast. Your host, JC Allen here on the Sick Podcast Network. we got a special guest, so let's not have him wait any further. And without further ado, let me bring in Buccaneers right tackle, Luke Gedeke. Luke, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, JC. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, you know. I'm trying to, you know, just grind on the grind. It's always a grind, you know, uh, for seasons. It's a long season, everything else will go with it. But let's uh, let's just jump right into it. You know, you make the transition back to right tackle from uh, left guard back to your normal position. Everyone's asked you about how has it been, how has it gone. Um, but when you look in the numbers, um, and again, you know, pro football focus isn't the end-all be-all, but where they have you rated as a as a, a top 20 right tackle in the league, top 20 tackle alone, not just right tackles, but also, you know, 10th in pass protection. Are you surprised that, you know, you've been this dominant, this good, um, moving back to your position? Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say no, I would, I would say no, I'm not really surprised. I mean, everything I do in life, I really take a lot of pride in it. And I kind of like in college, like obviously college the NFL is really different, but, uh, just kind of getting back to the basics and fundamentals and everything. And like, just trusting the coach's plan and really, uh, really, um, taking, uh, taking in the knowledge that they have and really honing it on my crafts is, really uh obviously really allowed me to be uh have a successful season thus far when you hear that there's there's 64 tackles in the league when you hear that you're a top 20 tackle what does that do for your confidence um i mean yeah definitely boosts it i mean obviously i got goals i mean at the end of the day i want to be top three tackle when it's all said and done <laughs> so i mean job's not done not even close we're just getting started Love that. Love that mentality here. Um, I kind of just want to talk about, too, the, the success you've had. You know, you look at, you know, four sacks allowed, uh, four hits allowed, two of those sacks, you know, you could probably definitely, you know, maybe on Baker not getting rid of the ball. I think that first one, week one, he kind of ran into uh, Daniil Hunter, who is a mammoth of a man. But, um, you know, just your ability to to have a clean pocket, protect pocket, and and you know make sure that you're giving Baker plenty of time to throw the ball. What do you what do you attribute that success to this season? Um, I would just say uh, really uh, focusing in on my fundamentals and everything that uh, our coaches uh, instill in us, and then as well as uh, the game plan and everything, and then uh, really coming to work every day trying to get better, and then um, also on top of that, just me and Tristan always talking, bouncing ideas off of each other whether it's before the game or sometimes even in the game and everything, just kind of see talking, seeing what each of us is seeing and everything. And and talk about, you know, you're, you're talking about working on technique and everything, how the technique, has, how your technique has developed. You know, you look at earlier in the year, um, you know, compared to now trying not to condense that pocket. Uh, whereas earlier in the season, that was kind of an, and now you see it, it's kind of then a flip 180 on there. Yeah, yeah, just uh, really uh, being able to sustain against power rushes a lot better and everything. 
just really working my outside hand a lot better with my target and everything and just really focusing on the fine details. I mean, yeah, there's times like where my hand has gotten high and stuff or outside, but just being able to land that outside punch a lot better and sustain with the inside hand as well has just uh, been huge, especially uh, watching film from this last game. I think I really, uh, really starting to hone in a little bit, definitely in the pass protection side. Yeah, you look at it, you know, you're not going to have a clean rep every rep, you know, that goes for any position on the field. Yeah, these guys are pay- being paid millions of dollars across from you to beat you um, or, or to, you know, whatever their job, you know, description is. But, you know, you look at it and you kind of just mentioned it, you know, speed rushers, it seems like you use that length, that agility, that quickness you have um, to get right up in there and shut them down. But the power rushers have kind of been. I don't want to say your weakness because you've done a great job against them as well, but it seems like you've struggled more with the power rushes than you have with speed rushes this season. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I would just say it's just something I just got to keep drilling in practice and everything. And a lot of it, it comes down to knowing your opponent as well and just trusting your eyes. I'd say the biggest thing for me is really just trusting my eyes on what I see and not really, really honing in on a target and not really seeing too much of the picture because a lot of times if your eyes get busy you're a miss with your hands and everything right you talk about looking at the film after this past game you know guys like um deforest buckner samson ebucon quitty pay what what kind of problems did they present to you that that in game and then kind of looking back at it where you're like okay i can utilize this you know going forward uh where where you know you you picked up where maybe there wasn't your best or wasn't your best rep yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, Buckner, I mean, obviously he's <laughs> being, so he's just going to, uh, he's just going to try and get push on the pocket and then try and get his hands up. I think he had a few bad passes and as tackle, we, uh, we have to sustain that width of the pocket. Otherwise uh, it pushes Baker forward up into that. Um, so that's definitely one thing I noticed. And then um, with pay um, just, he, he has a whole two box, two box of moves. I mean, he has speed to power. He works hands good. He has good, great get off and everything. And I mean, yeah, there was a few times where he did catch me. I was able to sustain, but it just wasn't as clean as I would have liked. I mean, could have stopped him a, like a yard sooner or something. But uh, other than that, I think for the most part, did a pretty, pretty decent job. I mean, just uh, would really like to get uh, a little bit better uh, pad level in uh, the pass game as well. Just especially when we get in these in two minute situations or a lot of situations where it's pass after pass after pass really notice myself uh, kind of raising up a little bit and that makes it a lot more difficult obviously to stop power because they have the leverage under you and everything right right yeah you kind of look at you know where you've you know struggled um part of what's made you so successful this season though is your recovery time uh, that's been that's been a really key. I think w- just watching the tape and watching watching you, if you do get beat by a move, just talk about your ability to recover um, and kind of you know reset yourself to to limit that pass rush from getting home. Yeah, I mean, like if they get one hand, I mean, you just gotta come with the next. I mean, I mean, you're gonna a lot of times they're gonna they're gonna beat the first move. It's the second move that's crucial that you gotta win on. Right. So, You'll have that quick feet, that athleticism and everything. It's huge. Just change the direction. Like people say that's the offensive lineman's worst friend is change of direction. And yeah, I mean I'd agree. You have to but you have to have quick feet and everything and be able with quickness, you have to be able to be powerful too, so to sustain those power rushes. 
So I'd say it's just kind of mixing, uh, mixing both of them and having best of both worlds type deal. You look at the offensive line and the run game, it's kind of struggled throughout the season. But this last week, Rashad White goes over 100 yards for the first time this season. Um, just talk about what it was because I mean, the Colts were giving up quite a few yards on the ground, but they've still got players at every level that are that are dynamic players, um, especially up front with like the likes of Buckner and Pay and, and these guys. But talk about the running game finally getting going um, to the tune of 100 yards behind Rashad White and what you guys think that was there something that you guys found? Was it a recipe? Or was it just what what led to that uh, production? Um, I would say, I would say at the end of the day, it just really came down to like getting some of those chunk runs and everything. I mean, a lot of weeks, yeah, we'll bust out like four five, six, seven yard runs, but then you mix in a two yard run here and there, a zero yard run and everything. And that just negates any of that yards per attempt you have. So those big chunk runs definitely helped and everything. And then, uh, as well as just I mean, at this point of the season, I feel like we're, our communication is key, just like the starting five kind of understands, all right, if he takes a step here, he's going to be here, that type of deal, and just kind of piecing it all together and everything. I mean, looking back at the film, there was some massive holes for Rashad to run through, and he did a phenomenal job doing so. All right. You look at what Rashad's been able to do this season – when running wide right over your shoulder, he's averaging 6.4 yards per carry, seven of 16 first downs he's gained, um, and five um, of the 13 yard rushing uh, rushing yards that have gone over for 10 yards has been behind you. Why has it been so su- successful running on your side? Uh, I don't know. I mean, scheme, I mean, I mean, I take a lot of pride in the run game. I mean, that's like kind of where I really like to – set the tone and everything. I mean, really getting the fire off the ball and really getting to bury guys and everything. That's, I mean, that's right up my alley. So I take a lot of pride in that each and every week. And just from watching a tape from each week, just seeing one thing I can get better on in the run game and as well as the pass game. I really kind of take that into going into each week and everything. So the run game, I definitely really pride myself on and just want to continue to keep, keep improving there. You know, he's only averaging 2.7 on Churchton's side, so you can kind of jab him, <laughs> give him a little, get your run, get your run blocked up, Tristan. <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with Tristan. I, I don't know. I know. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, you look at these recent games, um, there's been more success in this, like, hybrid run game uh, where, you know, you guys are getting to use your athleticism, uh, getting to the edges more, you know, how do you feel about that type of, you know, what you guys have been doing there? I can see the smile already. And uh, do you want to see it utilized more? You know, we heard Tristan talk about, again, before, like, the San Francisco game about how they use Trent Williams, and it's kind of what they've used you guys as. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Talk about uh, the success you've had. And I know yeah. I can tell by the smile you want to do it more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my absolute favorite, whether it's pulling for a linebacker or pulling for a DB or safety. To the outside, yeah. I, I love doing that. I love being in space, just getting to be free, full speed, and run, and running over someone. I mean, that a lot of times that's where a lot of your big plays happen down the sidelines as well. So having those opportunities and everything, Dave, I feel like he does a great job working them in and everything. And, I mean, whenever we get him called, I really try and take advantage of him to the most of my ability. Now, 
you know, going into so a lot of people just think, okay, you know, you guys practice, you show up, you play the game on Sunday, but there's so much more that goes into it. Take me through like what a normal work week looks for you. I know you guys have Tuesdays off, so yep. you're back in the building tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, walk through on Saturday before the game. Talk me through like the normal game week preparation for you and, you know, what each day kind of kind of takes you through. Yeah, so like Tuesday, usually uh, I'll go in and get some sort of treatment just to stay on top of stuff, take care of stuff that I'm dealing with, this and that. Um, I'll do the sauna into the cold tub, and then that'll just kind of be my Tuesday routine just because, like, obviously it's our one-off day of the week. So Lifting maybe? What's that? Lifting maybe? No, no, no. We're no. Got to keep the body somewhat fresh. Otherwise, it's right too much but uh <laughs> no just uh, a little relaxed time then on uh tuesday afternoon and then going into wednesday come in and obviously we have our meet our normal meetings in uh practice or in the walkthrough in a practice then after that we'll have a workout into more meetings then i'll go home and i'll watch like a lot of uh a lot of pass rush stuff see what uh the dns are working uh in third down and stuff and then on uh, Thursday, same kind of ordeal. Uh, we come in, more meetings, um, walk through practice, then uh, more meetings, and then go home. And then usually I watch like more full game stuff, like just first, second, third down, just the full way through. Just uh, kind of see their tendencies, how they play this, how they play that. And then Friday, that's uh, that's our kind of our we call it Fast Friday. Just a quicker up-tempo day. We come in, meet. Um, we have a, a fast practice. Um, really kind of get our legs back and everything. And then we're off the rest of the day. And then usually, like, I'll watch a few things here and there. But usually by that point, it's kind of everything's all set in stone. Like, understand the game plan. Understand who I'm facing and everything. And then usually at night, I'll either get dinner or something or just kind of hang out. And then, like you said, Saturday, we have our walk. We come in, we meet, we watch our Friday practice, and then we uh, have our walkthrough. And then if we're home, we don't have meetings till later on. We'll come back to the facility. But if we're away, then we'll have, obviously, we'll fly and then have meetings later that night and then just kind of in the summit. And then into Sunday, so, like, part of the process, obviously, you're watching film all week. You're trying to figure out what moves, what they do, how they like to set this up, how they set that up. Talk mm-hmm. to me about the, you know, uh, the process in-game, you know, when you're going up against these rushers, these defensive tackles, defensive ends, outside linebackers, you know, how you kind of figure out when it when you figure out, okay, this is what you're, they're trying to do to me, and when you're able to kind of, like, okay, I got this. Yeah, I mean, that just comes a lot from, like, preparation within the week and just trusting what you're seeing, their tendencies and everything, and just understanding the situation, like, all right, if it's third and long, like, what what are you, what are you expecting rush-wise? But with that, I mean, you can anticipate a little bit, but at the end of the day, you can't just guess and be like, oh, they're going to hit me with that move, and then they hit you with something completely different and fall on your face. So it's just kind of kind – of, there's a little gray area. Like it's just going out there and playing. And then as well as taking what you learned on film as well, and just trying to be as dominant as possible. Right. You know, cause you know, guessing leads to mistakes, mistakes yep. lead to penalties. And, you know, just kind of, you look at this team and that's been kind of the theme over the last, you know, some odd, some odd weeks is, you know, mental mistakes, penalties played the offense. You're at the goal line. 
false, uh, you know, false start backs you up five yards. You know, now you're at the six yard line. It's a different story. Um, you know, what are you guys doing in practice to kind of avoid those? And then just kind of the mentality from bouncing back from, from, you know, negative play. Yeah. I mean, just in practice, I mean, just holding everyone accountable. I mean, that false start on uh, the one yard line or whatever, if you go back and watch this, I, I don't understand the call whatsoever. I don't think anyone does, but there was uh, a holding call that was dog water too. Yeah. That, that's besides the fact. I mean, can't speak, oh. on that. but um, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Just really holding each other uh, accountable in practice and everything. And I mean, everyone's human at the end of the day, we're going to make mistakes and everything. So it's just like, you just really have to have a short memory. I mean, yeah, you get a penalty, but you can't just dwell on it. It doesn't. It doesn't do any good to get mad at that one guy because he got a penalty. Right. Either just steamrolls, or just nothing becomes of nothing good becomes of it. So just kind of having that short memory and being, and just being confident and positive, like, hey, you know, like we got this. Like, yeah, we're a little bit behind the sticks, but it doesn't mean it's end all be all. So just kind of bouncing back that way and just knowing each of us has each other's backs out there. A couple more, we'll get you out of here. I um, just want to ask you about, we talked early in the season through training camp, through practice, and you talked about how excited you were about this offense with Dave Canales and what he was installing here. Uh, I talked to Dave a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, this is an offense that, you know, it doesn't come overnight. It takes a while to get the scheme, especially the running game going, uh, learning the scheme and system, you know, the same thing in Seattle. What can you say about where you guys are now uh, as far as the grasp of the system, where Dave is now as a play caller from where he was prior in the beginning of the season and where you feel like this offense can, can go? Yeah, I mean, the offense, I, I feel like we're definitely getting a better grasp of it just overall. I mean, I'd, I'd say, uh, I mean, it's night and day from the beginning of the season and everything, just like mm -hmm. how we're understanding the offense and everything. I mean, yeah, there's definitely more stuff to learn and everything, but I think we're we're kind of uh, we're kind of along the right track and everything. As far as Dave as a play caller and everything, I mean, he has some phenomenal plays. Just completely offensive minded coach. Just it just incredible kind of what he comes up with, uh, different looks and everything. Throw off defenses, whether run or pass. Uh, hats off to that guy. I mean, we love play, playing for the guy. Incredible guy. Incredible offense coordinator. Would go to war any day with the guy. Um, and then uh, what was the last one? Uh, where do you think the offense is headed? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we're headed in the right direction. I mean, I th I really think we're going to continue to improve on the run game. Pass games are going to start clicking again and everything, and we're just going to continue rolling on and everything. Uh, a couple. I got two more, and then we'll get, and then we'll do a quick, uh, quick rapid fire, and I'll get you out of here. Um, right. As far as um, there's some news that broke earlier this season uh, that Luke Gedicki will be attending the Buccaneers cruise. Are you excited about that? I know Trishan's on there. He probably talked a good deal about it. Um, yeah. Have you been on a cruise before? What's the? Uh... No, I, I haven't been on a cruise before. I, I've been on like a, a car ferry before, but I wouldn't count that as a cruise. But uh, no, I'm very excited. I mean, uh, just to be around uh, Bucks uh, fans and everything. I mean, that's huge. Just be able to interact with them, and that as well as get to be going on a cruise and everything. But uh, I can really uh, just enjoy myself and enjoy the fans and everything. I'm really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, I'm going to be on there too. So I'm, I'm stoked to be on there with you guys, hanging out, uh, covering it for Sports Illustrated over here. Uh, another one. Have Have you been keeping up with wrestling at all? I know we we, we talked earlier in the off season, but I ha- I have not. I've, I've been deep dive in football. Uh, all right. Yeah. You know, off season comes around. You know, maybe get get back into it. So I'm going to fire some this or that and some favorite questions here. Then we'll get you out of here. First okay. one is Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Any games you're playing right now? Uh, the last system I had was a PS3, and I played Black Ops 1. So <laughs> I did enjoy playing that with my brother growing up. Uh, beach or the mountains? Ooh. I know you're a fisherman. I'd have to go with beach. Okay. I know you're a fisherman, so I figured I'll you know, get that salt yeah, water. Yeah. Right. The, the, don't get me wrong. The mountains are gorgeous, but I'll go with beach. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel, hands down. Who's your favorite hero? Oh, I'd say probably Incredible Hulk. Hulk is a popular one. You guys, yeah. you know, because you guys are all jacked. That's why. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. You relate. I had, uh, I had the Hulk smash gloves growing up. So, yeah, he's definitely, definitely. Nice. My- That's awesome. Uh, city or country? Country. I like, I mean, I don't mind the city, but I like it more laid back. Right. Uh, car or a truck? Uh, I do drive a car, but I got to say a truck. What are you whipping? Anything good? No. I, Ford Fusion. She's old. Hey, economic. Would you rather a movie or TV series? I'm a movie. I'm a big movie guy. What have you watched recently? Anything good? Recently. I just think? went and saw Trolls with my kids and then Marvel. So both of those are pretty good. Trolls? What Marvel did you see? The Marvels, it's like the new one, Captain Marvel movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Was that any good? It was pretty good. Like the end credit scenes in the end season was like was the best. But like, really? it's they're setting some cool sh- cool shit up for the yeah. for the future. Um, a good movie I just watched. Let me think here. Oh, uh, Interstellar. I'd never seen that before. That's a phenomenal movie. You got to watch it for the first time. Yeah, that was an incredible movie. That's awesome. That's like watching it for the first time now is like awesome. It's like Trisha Wirfs watching Game of Thrones for the yeah. first time last year. I had, I had to binge watch it with them so I could just like be there for the moment. Yeah. Uh, that was a great movie. You've seen Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Hainsey's got a video of Tristan watching the Red Wedding on the airplane back from one of the games for the first time. You got to have to show him, have to get him to show you to it. It's hilarious. He's uh, just uh, like, he's, he's like, yeah. That's a what? Yeah, I'll have to ask him about it. It's pretty good. All right, we'll jump in the favorites. We'll get you out of here. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Ooh, Dumb and Dumber. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Classic. Absolutely. Uh, so you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, yeah. Favorite sports team growing up? Favorite sports team growing up? Uh, Wisconsin Badgers. Okay. Uh, place you visited? I would say either New York or Alaska. They're kind of both far ends of the spectrum, but right. I enjoy both of them a lot. Alaska's on my bucket list. You did the salmon run up there? Uh, no, but we went halibut fishing and stuff, so we ran out. Nice. We ran, I can't even remember how many miles. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I know you're a huge fisherman. I know that's that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, said, I, I think I messaged you in the offseason. You need to start a podcast with Tristan lifting weights and uh, – and, uh, catching bait or something like that. <laughs> it, 
I, I remember that. It would be hilarious, the two of you. Um, favorite food? Gotta go with steak. Steak's perfect. Big, big meat and potatoes kind of guy. You, know, you got to get those you know, those protein and carbs in for the lift, weightlifting. Uh, yep. Favorite cereal? Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch. Or I don't mind a nice Honey Nut Cheerios, too. Yeah, yeah. That's like my, those are my like three. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Reese Puffs, and... Honey Nut Cheerios. Can't go wrong. You know? Yeah. I used to like Fruity Pebbles a lot, but not so much anymore. It just hits the spot sometimes. Uh, favorite yeah. game you've ever watched? Favorite game I've ever watched? Ooh. That's a tough one. Mm. Um, I can't remember what year it was, but Wisconsin played uh, – Minnesota at Minnesota, and they blocked a punt at, like, the last second for, like, the game winner or something. It was just a wild transition of events. And I don't know why, for some reason, that one just sticks out in my head. That's a good one. I, I was on here with Dave, and uh, my one of my favorite games I ever watched was the uh, Pat Seahawks Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, with the interception? Yeah, I had to make him relive that, that one. one. <laughs> um, favorite uh, Favorite color? Blue. Favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Probably uh, either Yellowstone or The Office. Both of them are on, like, top for me. I can't wait for the new season of Yellowstone to come out. Yeah. Um, it's a damn writer's strike. Slowed it down. Favorite sports memory? Favorite sports memory? Um, I mean, I'd say just getting drafted in general. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was a dream come true of mine. I mean, childhood dream, so I'd have to go with that. That's awesome. Did, did you watch the spinoffs of Yellowstone yet? I have not. Oh, bro, got to get on it. They're really good. Like, 1883 might be better than Yellowstone. Like, it was that good. Really? Uh, yeah, definitely check those out. They're on Paramount. Uh, favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Ooh, probably cake. I like a good cake. Nice. So cake is always good. One of the two. Chocolate Purple. cake? No, I'm vanilla. I can't do that much chocolate. Okay, okay. Um, favorite season? Favorite season. Are we talking in Florida or where are we talking? Because that changes things. <laughs> I guess, right? It's different. You know, I, but <laughs> Dave, Dave Canales is like, uh, I think 2013 was probably my, I'm like, I'm like, no, like season of the year, man. Like, <laughs> I'd say uh, Florida season, probably uh, probably winter. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the best. All the winter. It's, it's the best. It's already set in. It's been like 70 degrees all week. It's been perfect. Oh, yeah. It's been lovely. Uh, favorite player growing up? Tom Brady. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and the favorite game you've ever played in? Favorite game I've played in? Um. Probably a MAC championship game in uh, in college at Ford Field. I mean, unfortunately, we lost, but it was just pretty surreal to uh, to play there and everything. That's awesome. Well, Luke, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. That was awesome. It was great to get to know you more, uh, learn, you know, just talk about your your you know, I guess your arc from from last year to this year mm-hmm. and how well you've been doing. Uh, it's been great to see you. You know, I'm always rooting for you in your corner. Uh, keep grinding, keep doing what you're doing out there, and uh, I know you guys have a tough stretch of games coming up here. Um, you know, and uh, good, obviously, good luck, and I'll, I'll see you around the locker room.
Absolutely. Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks. Bye. All right. Take care. There you guys have it. Uh, another interview done out of the way here over at, at Pirate Parlay and the Sick Podcast Network. A lot of good stuff from Luke uh, talking about, you know, the transition from, you know, we've heard uh, over and over about the transition, but actually, you know, the mentality and, you know, where he's at in the league compared to where he started and um, just a lot of good stuff from there. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back with another edition of Pirate Parlay later in the week previewing this upcoming battle against the Carolina Panthers who just made a coaching change. I uh, got an interim coach. Didn't spell good for the you know Bucks last year uh, when they had Steve Wilkes in the building. The Bucks now have four divisional games left. They need to win all of those out of the six games they have remaining. It's going to be tough. Um, the way they played, they've got to sharpen things up, and um, I'm sure that's on the for- forefront of all their minds um, going into this week. So we will talk to you guys later in the week. Until then, have a great time. Great night. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Peace. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast pirate parlay on YouTube, Facebook, Google play, and Apple podcasts.